back to old school with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back. DP's off to do what DP does, doing a keynote uh, speech tonight. Uh, me and Austin are holding down here. Austin, we are uh, less than an hour and a half. We've got the uh, draft coverage on every uh, TV possible. Uh, you got Kirby Smart and uh, uh, Pollock, David Pollock, talking about Jalen Carter and the host of other Georgia Bulldogs that possibly could be first-round picks and Stetson Bennett, DP's insurance man slash franchise quarterback is up there they're talking about. Um, we know, Austin, you're on pins and needles because you, you got your Andrew Luck jersey on. Don't act like you're not worried about Texans, too. I am, but it's funnier to you because <laughs> I've been down this road before yeah, as a player and looking at the draft, it was like, we got a long season ahead of us. But I understand it now as a fan, obviously being a former Texan and Bill and all the other stuff, how you want your team to win. And you guys have been blessed with two all-time great quarterbacks, Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. Um, I felt like the Colts did Andrew Luck a disservice and didn't protect him and didn't change the way he played, but so forth. Who cares? Hey, they did give up a first-round pick for Trent Richardson, too. So Yeah, yeah, I know. That was <laughs> that was really good. Um, but I want to know what your anxiety level is for this draft. and What's the scale I'm grading on? One, uh, we'll go, let's go one through seven. Seven being the worst. Okay. One is like it's just another day in the office. And the second question is, what scenario – would you feel okay with if they draft Will Levis? Is there a scenario that you could sleep at night knowing that Will Levis eventually, within a year or two, is going to be your starting quarterback? I'll answer the second question first. No, and that's just me. Again, I don't have the NFL eyes. I'm not in the evaluation room or process or anything. He's he's meathead Mitch. He's Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> that's what he is that's how i view will levis right now he's and I've seen the other... barber bk he's the he's the, bro, <laughs> yes. he's the bro quarterback that's yes. what he is he's the bro quarterback he's the bro yeah. quarterback yeah. and i don't know enough about number one this colt staff to know how they develop i know steichen's track record but i also know you know who he's worked with um with philip rivers with justin herbert with jalen hurts those are dudes yeah i don't know if you will didn't levis have to do much dude. with those guys they he, they were ready-made essentially when it came to the league. Right. I don't think Will Levis is that. So my anxiety level on a 1-7 to seven is probably a 7.5 when I get my heart rate down, but otherwise it's like a 10. Mm. I, I I love the Colts. I root for them. I follow them. I'm not as invested into them as I am like you know, Nebraska sports, sure. even Duke basketball. Right. I want to get to that level again. Right. I was there and they are making the playoffs every year. It's just been so easy for me to slip back out of it because some of the moves they've made have been head scratchers. The right. end of every season ends up just crushing me. So I, I want to get to a spot where I can care for 17 games again. Right. Will Levis doesn't get me there. If they're not going to take a quarterback, which here's the thing, Bryce and CJ are off the board, don't take a quarterback. Please. That's where I'm at with it. Take Jalen Carter at four if he's there. Trade back at someone else. Take Caleb Williams next year. I don't know. But I'm not sleeping tonight if Will Levis is my, my quarterback. So, so, what about Richardson or somebody after that? Who? Okay, let me ask you this: Will Levis or who else would be starting? Who, well, it's who, Minshew. So you 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 want to go through seventeen weeks 
I don't want to, Jay. I don't want to. Well, that's what you're saying. I would rather go through 17 weeks of Minshew than Will Levis. Man. Because then that that, that gives me a chance at uh, Caleb Caleb Williams. Right. Well, I mean, it's just pretty much – that's like going through a whole week of diarrhea versus (laughs) with the hope that Pepto-Bismol will work in seven days. (laughs) Trust me. I know, Jay. You mentioned Anthony Richardson, too. Right. I think he's going to be there. Okay, let me ask you this. I don't mean to cut you off. Would you sleep better knowing, going to bed tonight at midnight or whenever the draft, the draft will probably be five hours, but just going to bed tonight at 11 o'clock, mm-hmm. would you sleep better? We know you ain't sleeping with Will Levis because we know you ain't coming in. You just going, you just ain't, you just going to stay up all night and not come in. Would you be able to go to sleep with them drafting Anthony Richardson? I at any point. I get to bed. I'm tossing and turning. Yeah. Uh, but do I'll, you eventually? Sleep. Do you eventually go to sleep though? I'll sleep, but I'll be in and out of it. Yeah, Richardson, the the people I've read talk more highly about him than Levis. Right. So I don't think, according to those people, his floor is as low as Levis's could be. Right. We know what the upside looks like with the athlete he is, but oh, again, yeah. I, I just got done calling Levis meathead Mitch. That's what Anthony Richardson is in a different way. Right. Yeah. You know, one and a half years of starting experience, not overwhelming numbers. Not dominant. Not dominant. Yeah. So... Again, I come back to the same issues with I don't know if I can trust the staff to develop. I like Richardson a little bit more than Levis, but not that much more. Mm. Yeah, I understand. I mean, it's it's, it's a hard thing to do because as much as we're talking that we don't think Will Levis, he could end up getting it together. I mean, they're saying the same things a lot about Josh Allen, but Greg Roman was there in in Buffalo that curtailed the thing, and then – uh, uh, it was a deep, Brian Deball, um, the head coach of the Giants, mm-hmm. took it a step further. So I think the biggest thing is Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are essentially plug-and-play guys, and they won't embarrass them themselves. Mm-hmm. I think when you think of Richardson, I think it's definitely Will Levis. You have to get them in the right situation with the right team, the right GM, and the right coaching staff mm-hmm. to get the maximum out of them. Yep. I don't think any of these quarterbacks getting drafted are yellow jacket guys. Now, I think they, now obviously they could if they get in the right situation. Um, but I think they could be what I call franchise quarterbacks are in this day and age. See, a franchise quarterback, like I guess when I was coming out or even before, is like a Peyton Manning, a John. You know, they're going to be their career guys. Career guys. Yeah. And, you know, Peyton ended up going to Denver and Elway never did. But, you know, Brett Favre, mm-hmm. where he's there, you know what I mean? Where. Those are the guys, their franchise guys. I think franchise guys now are anywhere from four to seven years. That's, that's crazy a, that's how that a, paradigm shifted. It, I mean, it is. Well, one is because teams now, they want to win on a rookie contract, and they don't mm-hmm. want to pay you. we just seen this with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. But then you get some organizations that get it right, a la Cincinnati Bengals and the Chargers, where they're more than happy to lo- – we want to lock you in for 15 years – so Kansas City, so Kansas City, mm-hmm. but then but then you got teams like the Jets. They drafted Will, took a flyer on him, kind of like Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. He made a couple throws. You know they're talking about the moxie, and you know they're trying to compare him to Patrick Mahomes. Different arm, I mean straight up different arm mm-hmm. angles. Had mm-hmm. a good workout and all that. The pro day threw a ball. Then they started to comp- you know compare him to Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And now he's sitting in New York, and he's going to be sitting on the bench, and he's re- they're, they're ready to get rid of him, but there's nobody that pick up the phone, right? Then you think about Green Bay. They had the luxury of drafting a guy 
and not for whatever reason in the first round and not playing playing him or Trey Lance again Trey Lance is more like Richardson very minimal starting experience mm-hmm. a ton of upside huge arm and what Lance even did was down a level too right legs mm-hmm. we can get him in our system and he could flourish now Trey Lance got hurt but Anthony Richardson if he had if he, they try to bring this Philadelphia Eagles type of thing then you then you might be able to sleep, be like, okay, you know what? I've seen them do it with Jalen Hurts. I can actually see something tangible with a bigger, faster, stronger arm, you know, mm-hmm. person um, than Jalen Hurts. But the thing is that these guys, Will Levis that I had questioned, um, I don't know much about um, Anthony Richardson, about the leadership qualities or the, the, the heart. The thing that makes Jalen Hurts Jalen Hurts is right. his mind and heart. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that they aren't talking about over there, right? Like Nick Saban, I he, like that suit, though, by the way. He's, he's rocking it. He yeah, I, I, I mean, he, like a I don't know if that's like Alabama pink or whatever. I mean, he's looking smooth. So I don't. I can guarantee you what he's talking about with Bryce Young. How tall he is, and I think he got measured at 5'11 and 7'8". He's six foot tall, mm-hmm. and he's 204 pounds. But he has the heart of a champion. He has the leadership skills, kind of like a Drew Brees, where he can kind of galvanize a team, mm-hmm. right? He's got a good brain. Got a good great mind, brain. Good process. Learner. And been mm-hmm. coached by an NFL coach and Bill O'Brien. He's not talking about that right now. And that's what they should be talking about because generally that's what helps you be successful or not. Bill Parcell mm-hmm. says it. You have to have two or three, you have to have, what is it, seven qualities that he had. None of them talked about any of the things that we're talking about right now. And that's what really scares me about Will Levis. That's what really scares me about if Houston doesn't draft a quarterback. That's what scares me about that maybe we overlook DP's boy and Stetson Bennett. That's what scares me if you aren't willing to take Hooker at the end of the first round Mm -hmm. and want to be a cheapskate and think we're going to get him in the middle of the second round and then somebody takes him because what Hayden Hooker has – Will Levis doesn't have leadership qualities. That's Would, a grown man. That's He's been a, through it. You're right. An ability to galvanize a locker room, mm-hmm. a franchise, guys that will, will follow him, and he will lead you through storms. Those are the qualities that you need as a quarterback and not once that they ever talked about. I got an interesting text here before we go to the short segment. My man Sanderson says, Jay Foreman, Remember the old team phones and the old draft days using the phone-shaped helmets? Yes, I do. That was always <laughs> the coolest. Uh, unfortunately – when I got called, I picked up my Nextel, and they was just, you know, I don't, I think, I, well, I know my name went went on the thing, but I think I got drafted during a break, and they got me after the break. Um, that those days were over, but it was pretty cool though to see those the phone helmets, and I think that they weren't even like calling anybody because they generally <laughs> were like turning in the card and they were calling from the back. But those that was needless to say was pretty cool. I wonder if teams keep those. They better. I wonder if they have like a shed of all archives you know what i mean oh Arch- yeah like jerseys or uh draft cards you mm-hmm. know the funny thing about it is i saw on a chalkboard you know where they did the draft and my dad was on there you know when huh. he got drafted you yeah. know back then it was i mean i don't even know if my dad even knew he got drafted or like <laughs> when he got dra- i don't think they didn't have a cell phone so they right. could have called my dad's apartment you know when he was in college and he might not have answered you know right and so um Read about the paper the next day. Right. Yeah, exactly. Sort of I mean, I'm a, I, we know we should have my dad on, you know, uh, next week and talk about yeah. when he got drafted and stuff like that. But it's definitely different and changed. I wonder if teams have archived stuff like that um, because it would be pretty cool 10 years from now 
because in 10 years from now, they're probably drafting you by text. <laughs> right. <laughs> Zooming hey, in. Man, hey, man, minicamp starts. Yeah, yeah this is when minicamp starts. We'll see you. And, there, you know, and so, anyways, um, you, you know, uh, I think the draft, it, it, I love the draft. I'm going to be watching it over and over all night tonight. And uh, our teams are definitely making us lose sleep. We got two new coaches. Um, I like yours. D'Amico Ryan's. I hope he gets a true, a, a legitimate chance. Mm-hmm. Houston last two years have been given golden parachute packets of Lovey Smith and uh, the other Coley. guy, Dave Coley. Hired him, and you have to take the job. Fired unfairly, but but Lovey Smith got fired for beating the Colts. He's like David Coley got done dirty. David, David Coley mm-hmm. did got done, but you got to take the check. Hopefully, D'Amico Ryan's being probably. D'Amico Ryan's is the best linebacker I think in Texas history. Yeah, he is. I think he is. Uh, if he's not, he's one of them. But he's one of the best leaders to be there, especially being new and has worked his way up. Mm-hmm. Even when he was playing there, say he's going to be a great coach. I hope they give him a chance because I think he can do some great things for the organization, and he's a great football coach. It starts tonight for him. I hope they don't – if they draft a guy defensively, I hope it's somebody legit, willing, because they are kind of like the same. Mm-hmm. Get a quarterback that he can can groom. Uh, and then go from there. But we're going to come go to break, come back at the very uh, last segment. We are going to bet who the Houston Texans draft <laughs> and who the Colts draft. Austin, Jay Foreman, we'll be right back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.